Angelica and Junia. Um, they are such a gift to us as a Brooke family, and it's been fun for us to be able to see their journey from, the, of course, before they even uh, were called to West Palm Beach to where they're at today. And that's, re that's really exciting for us, and I know it's an honor for us to just be able to support you guys, pray for you guys. And as we're thinking about even this... Uh, this, this opportunity for us to talk and have this conversation. You know, in, in the book of Mark chapter 6, Jesus sends out his disciples uh, into, into different towns, two by two. And um, we were talking about this, uh, Pastor Jeremy and I, and just really thinking through the ways that God always sends people out together. And, you know, the, the Christian faith and the, the work of church planning is not something we are to do in, in isolation. And we are to do it with other people. And it's pretty cool because, like, Pastor Jeremy and I, we, we built a friendship um, as we were part of our former church before God had called us to plant the brook. And in many ways, he sent a, a small team, but a team nonetheless, to, to the Montclair neighborhood to plant uh, this church. And as we built our relationship together, um, God was still doing this work of sending out people in teams to do to, to spread the gospel. And so it's, it's really exciting for me to see how we went from these different locations, but God is causing the gospel to spread through us. So, so Jeremy, it's, it's really cool. It's such an honor to see that. Um, I, I want to just have this conversation about um, the ways that God has confirmed this call for you guys to, to enter into uh, this idea of church planting in West Palm Beach, Florida, of all places, because it's been a journey. And so I just want to know, like, how, how has God confirmed this call for you guys to be sent out to, to as a team to start a church in a new work um, in a place where you guys weren't living at the time? And how did God, you know, just prepare you guys while you're here in Chicago, uh, confirm you in Chicago, and how is he doing that in West Palm Beach? Yeah. Yeah, so I would say four ways. Um, so one is prayer. Um, we got to pray. And um, prayer is not just us talking to God, but it's also listening to the Lord and how the Lord um, just puts his word on our hearts and applies it to our situations. The second thing is desire. I think the Lord puts desires in our hearts. Um, and then there's affirmation, affirmation of other people who are godly. Um, you don't want just somebody who, I don't know, reads the stars telling you what you should do. I think we want people with a, with a biblical worldview that, that love the Lord um, speaking into whatever decision you're going to make. And then opportunity. I think if, if those things are, are, are there, it, it's probably a, not a bad decision. I think that's what happened with us. Um, for me, I was praying one day. And uh, in this, like, it was like a convent here in um, Oak, what is it, Oak Lawn. I was praying one day. Um, it was, a, I don't know why it was a convent. It was just <laughs> the only place they had vacancy. But I was praying, and I just sensed the Lord. It wasn't like an audible voice or anything. The Lord just said, hey, um, start preparing to go back to Florida to plant the church. I didn't want to do that. I always saw myself staying in Chicago. That was, yeah. that was my plan. Um, fast forward, me and Angelica got married. Um, she wasn't necessarily sold on going to Florida right away, but we just prayed for about a year, year and a half. Um, and then the Lord, without me trying to like force her, conformed it to her. Um, and so now with that prayer, we had that desire to just say, Lord, um, we're here. Our life is yours. You purchased us when, when you sent your son to die on a cross. Um, so we just want to do your will. And then uh, we brought it to, to our friends, to our leaders here at the Brook. 
um, and they affirmed that the brook, as you know, already already had this this um, edge and and this desire to church plant. I think the brook always yeah. started being Chicago. Yeah. Um, but as we prayed for, I feel like it was for for a while. Yeah. Um, and trying to discern, Lord, the Lord just confirmed that. And out of those prayers, and I think prayer is really the, the thrust in all of this, yeah. um, we had an opportunity. For us, the opportunity was literally finding housing. Um, we could not find housing in West Palm. So we're like, man, people are affirming this. Um, we desire to do this. Um, we know this is God because it didn't initially come from us. But as we were praying and all these things were happening, we said, okay, Lord, Please confirm this by giving us housing. And um, on one of our vision trips, when we were still living here, went to Florida, and um, we said, Lord, if you give us housing, we'll just take that as like, all right, you're calling us here. Literally, we were there for like a week. We could not find housing. And on our way to the airport, um, in God's providence, I ran into our now landlord. He was fixing up an apartment. He just so happened to be there. He doesn't even live in Florida, but he just so happened to be there. And I was just like, hey, I got to go catch a flight. Are you renting this? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, could we rent this? And he's like, yes. I'm like, I'm going to Chicago. Can we do, can we talk? You know, when I get there, he's like, yes. And then the rest was history. Um, so all I had to say is that was, we just took that as an affirmation from the Lord, like, God, you're calling us to be here alongside other opportunities. So that was yeah. kind of the thrust. In, That's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Just the way that God answers those kind of prayers. And, and a lot of times we just, we just step out. We're like, God, I, I want you to lead. Like, I want to know that we're hearing you. And yet, um, you know, it's a scary faith journey. Yeah. And so even, even as you guys were in Chicago, discerning this like I remember the night that that you and Angelica came to our house kind of share with us that this is what what you guys were planning on doing like we really feel called to Florida and we were like yeah. <clears throat> we saw it coming but at the same time we're like man like all right this is this is a big deal for us as a church because both of you are an integral part of our church here at the brook but again we, we want to be kingdom minded and saying Lord if you're doing something we don't want to get in the way so seeing God answer prayer like that in such a tangible way is, is a extremely exciting and it's very affirming to us. But but here's the thing. So, like, um, you guys, you know, the, the God opened his door for an apartment. Um, you're here in Chicago, nonetheless, trying to craft vision, trying to craft a plan. Um, we know God raised up a guy here at the Brook named Mario who went with you guys to West Palm, which is very exciting as well. But at the end of the day, when you guys stepped foot in West Palm Beach, like, <laughs> it was just the three of you. Yeah. Um, how has God... Since that time you guys got off the plane, um, confirmed to you that indeed he, he wants you there because mm -hmm. it's one thing to say, okay, I, I feel like God is leading us. It's another thing to say, oh, these are some cool open doors. But now that, that's home. Like you're living there. Like um, how's, how's the Lord confirmed that that's where he wants you guys? Yeah, um, man, it's hard for me not to choke up, um, but I'm, I'm going to try to keep it together. I think the, the, the best, the way that God has confirmed that since being there has been through um, gospel-tunities, gospel opportunities, literally. Um, and, and usually it's, 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 it's weird. Um, it, it usually happens at the most unexpected moment. Hmm. Um, so I just give a, like a, just a brief story. Um, one day we planned this interest meeting for the community. We had like a hundred Chick-fil-A sandwiches donated. I mean, it was going to be an amazing event. The day of the event, um, 
it's like 6.30, nobody's there. And I'm literally in the corner of the building where we're at, and I'm like asking God, like, God, please bring somebody to this event, please. And in the middle of that, I hear my dad, my dad was, was, was there, he was just there supporting me. He's like, yo, Jeremy. So my, not my <laughs> heavenly father, but my biological father. He was like, yo, where's the chicken at? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, yo, I'm going to go to the street. And I told the Lord in my own heart, I'm like, Lord, I'll do anything, but I don't want to knock on doors and like, I don't know, like seem like I'm like trying to proselytize people. Yeah. Guess what I was doing that night? So, cause I was like, I can't leave my dad alone. So literally a whole gang of us, I actually had one of my cousins who just came for support. He had the Chick-fil-A, you know the Chick-fil-A bag that, <laughs> that they have, the delivery bag? Yeah. He had it on his head. I don't know why he had it on his head, <laughs> but he's walking through the hood, like just like walking through alleys, passing out chicken. And it just turned into an opportunity to share the gospel. Wow. Where am I going with that? That day, um, there was somebody that we had been trying to be in contact with that had just ghosted us. Um, I actually didn't know this person, but my, but again, my wife was trying to, to um, contact this person and minister. Um, and that day, in front of this, this um, building, she just so happened to be there. I didn't even know who she was. I didn't know what she looked like. All I knew was her name. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as she told me her name, I was like, yo, do you know? She's like, I do. And she just starts bawling. And um, I, I can't say her full story because we're mm-hmm. recording. But the point is, um, I, that day I got to share with her and I said, you know, God hasn't forgotten you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had no intention of being here. But God has not forgotten you. God is here. And I, I just got to share Christ with her that day. And she was just like, wow, like, this is a a God thing. Like, I, I would have never guessed that you guys would be here. So that's just one story. There's like multiple little stories like that where we're just like praying and then God just puts us in the right place, right time to just be like, go share the gospel. Man, like yeah, when you're in the middle of those kind of moments, does it hit you like, man, if, if, if we didn't come here, like, where would these people be? Like, you know, we know God is sovereign. Like, he's, he's in control of everything. But, like, is there that, that sense of, like, man, God, if, if, if you didn't send us, if we, were, if we, if we resisted your call, um, these people would be really lost. Right? Or, or they would be, they'd be um, on a path to destruction. Or uh, is, is there a sense of, like, wow, but, but here we are and you're doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, it, what encouraged me so much about that video was you see the guy with the with the with the black hoodie. Um, he literally said that. Wow. He said, "Man, like I, I just never seen this done before. Um, I'm just glad that you guys are." He said something to that effect. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I, I would say that 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 has been like a crazy affirmation that yeah, like if we had not been here. Who knows what could have happened to that young lady or who knows? I mean, there's other things that have happened that we're just like, who knows what, hap- what would have happened if we weren't there? Not because we're like some saviors or anything, right. but it's literally God like prompting us to do things that like are uncomfortable many times. Yeah. But then God just works it out. You're just like, yo, what? that's a God thing. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the reason I ask that is because like as a Brooke family, I mean, sending you guys out was a tremendous cost 
and I'm talking financial, um, it was a cost upon us. Like we, we, I mean, we, first of all, there's a relational investment. Like we love you guys. You guys are part of our family. Um, the, the Brooks DNA, so much of the Brooks DNA has been formed by, by Jeremy and Angelica. And so we, we know this. And so when we knew that, that God was calling you all out, like, 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 Lord, there's a cost here for us. Um, and, and it's not just us wanting to hoard gifted people, but like these are, these are folks that we love, that you're using. I mean, even in this room, there are people here at the Brook right now that their primary connection at the church is not me or my wife, it's, it's you guys. And, um, and yet, you know, like it was a cost. And um, I remember us, like we would often share with you guys, church family, like um, we, we do this because we know God is calling us to. But um, also we realize like there are people in West Palm Beach that Jesus loves, that he shed his blood for. And the Lord it wants to reach them. And he's called us to sacrifice something very valuable to us in order for us to reap an eternal treasure and as a salvation of people. And so like when I think about this, this sacrifice, like church family, like these thank you, this thank you video we just saw, like that's like God answering the prayers that we prayed for years. Like, like those are some of the faces of people that, that God said, I wanted to reach that person. Um, but but we but I'm gonna send this couple and I need you all to support and come alongside of them, and so like even for us to see that is affirming that um you know that that God is in this you know because as scary as it was for you guys to go it's scary for us to send you all, yeah. and um and you know like I, I was calling all the landlords out there like tell them your apartment's not available, <laughs> and I, there's that one person I missed you know and he's the guy you talked to. Really, yeah. <laughs> but for for real kind of like Lord like close that door if you don't want them there and. And there he is opening it, and he did it, man. And, and I would even add, um, not being in close proximity to you all was, a, was and is a cost that we don't take lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, when, we, when we first um, were, were on our way, we had about five families that were, they were like, yo, we're going to be part of the light. As soon as we touched down, almost all of them dropped out. Mm-hmm. And um, just the loneliness of of just doing God's will immediately set in. Um, and we realized then like, yo, we're really coming from um, not not just a church community. We're, we're really missing out on our family mm-hmm. here um, at the Brook, um, the, the the church at large in, in Chicago. Like we just have so many um, friends and and people that we consider family. So it was, it was and is a cost, and we and we we're still bearing that. It is a cross that we bear every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're grateful you guys are carrying it, and you guys are carrying it with so, so much grace uh, and courage for real. And we see that, and and that's why I said it's an honor for us to support you guys and pray for you guys and come alongside of you. It really is. So, so you all been on the ground for 17 months already. That's crazy. 17 months. And so I want to ask, what are you guys dreaming about for the next 8, 10, 12 months? Like, what are the things that just like the, the fires that are burning within? You're like, man, this is this is something we're longing for. Um, we're dreaming for, we're praying for, um, for us to want. We want to come alongside of you all in that. So what what is it that you guys just just really dreaming about for the next year? 
Yeah. Um, so so what we're, we're really dreaming about is launching our official church service. Um, and um, by God's grace and, uh, and hopefully God's will, we'll do that in September. Um, so we, we've done some pilot stuff. Um, so just we, we started gathering on Sundays just because the people that we were gathering with were like, we're a church. How can we don't gather on Sunday? <laughs> and I was like, uh, that's a good question. Um, maybe we should do that. And we just tried different things out. And um, now that we have, we actually have like a core team. And maybe some people that were part of the, the, the light or the brook in the, in the beginning, you know what that's like. You're just like, okay, we got a little team. Let's, let's, let's work the ground a little bit. That, that's where we're at, um, where now everybody's like, all right, let's go out on the block. Let's continue to evangelize together as a unit, and um, let's prepare to, to launch a service. Um, and then I think in addition to that, um, our community is very bilingual. Um, people speak to you in bilingual. It's, it's, it's almost crazy. Um, so another dream that we have is um, to... to for God to bring, this is what I'm praying specifically, God, bring us a Spanish-speaking couple that loves the light and could just rock with us till we launch so that they could start a, a Bible study in Spanish. That, that's, that's a huge dream for us. Wow, so. wow. That's, that's remarkable. Um, so the, the timeline is there. Um, that, that's uh, something to be praying for. I, I want to highlight just something you, you said, which I think is really important. You said uh, September is when you hope to start a church services. Mm -hmm. And how you said people were saying, hey, we're a church. Why don't we meet on Sunday? And we, we talk about this always at the Brook, but like, like let's not forget, like, let's, let's remember our ecclesiology here, right? right? The church is the people. And I love how you highlighted starting a church service. Not starting the church. The church is already being, it's already being built up. God's already bringing the people, the church, the people. But it's the service you guys want to, to in order to have a, a wider, a wider influence. Um, what, what are some kind of maybe some um, barriers, some roadblocks that you're like, okay, there's some things that we anticipate being some challenges in front of us as we think about um, these, these dreams of ours in terms of uh, a desire for a Spanish-speaking couple who is down with the vision of the light and even the work of, of prayerfully launching in this fall. What, what are some potential roadblocks you guys uh, anticipate? Um, yeah, so I think, I think honestly, um, me and my wife, often talk about this sometimes um our youth i guess our youth looking self um and i'm not i'm 34 years old i don't think i'm like the youngest guy uh, but i think it, it, it it's almost comical now um because some people in the community are like you're a pastor you're like so young I'm like what do you know about life? i'm like I, I just know about jesus at the very least um so i think that trying to trying to make sure that that Jesus is at the forefront as we as we attempt to walk with people, not like our charisma, not our youth, not not our deficiencies. Like just keeping Jesus at the forefront as we do the work of knowing people, of getting to know um, our neighbors. We we just we're just praying that the Lord would take the focus away from us, whether that be for negative reasons or positive reasons, and put the focus on Him. Um, and then I think maybe more. Mechanically speaking, I, I think for us, we're really trying to discern what that bilingual dynamic looks like. 
Um, so we don't, we, we're, we're like, okay, we're doing everything in English, but then there's such a great need of Spanish speakers in our community, and they're usually intermingled, right? So like, if your parents speak Spanish and you speak English, um, primarily, like, but the Lord is doing something in the family. Naturally, you want the whole family to come with you um, to church services or outreaches. So we're just trying to logistically know what, what does that look like for us? How, how, do we, how do we journey with people? How do we disciple people in that bilingual kind of dance? Wow, wow. Sounds like you guys need wisdom. We need a lot of wisdom. A yeah. lot of wisdom and a lot of provision from the Lord. Um, it, it's always um, inspiring to hear what God is doing. It's always really uh, um, invigorating to think about the work he's doing. And, and church family, we just want to continue to urge you to keep praying for the Barahonas. Don't let the, the physical distance cause us to become distant in our prayers for Jeremy, Angelica, Junia, and the light. Um, and let's keep supporting them. Let's keep, let's keep funding financially uh, this work as well because in some ways, like, like the grind has just begun, even though you've been at it for 17 months. Like now, now things are really starting to pick up some steam and, and we just don't want finances to ever feel like it's a hindrance. Like you gotta scale back because you haven't got the funding. And so let's, let's be generous. Let's pray for, for generosity and more, for more donors. But um, let's keep praying for you guys. I mean, uh, we, we look forward to hearing continued testimonies, uh, continued stories, new faces of people who've been reached by you all and, and your team. But we, um, we're really excited about it, and we trust God to, to build his kingdom. Jesus promises to do it. His gospel is potent, and so we, we're excited to hear how God's going to use you guys to advance it. Amen. Yeah, I, I, if I could ask you a question, what, what, what has it been like for you as a lead pastor of the brook with this vision to which is really god's vision to be a church planting church what has that been like for you as a pastor and and maybe as a representation of the brook to send out mm -hmm. people since since you've done it yeah well i think like for one thing like god's timing is just so much different than our own because it the timeline did not happen the way any of us anticipated. We we thought we'd launch the brook. Five years later, we launched our a, a church, and then two years after that, another one. And we're realizing this is this actually takes long. It takes a real long time, um, and so that's a good thing because you know we, we don't we're not looking for just these instant results, these microwave kind of things. We want we want genuine fruit, and so so for for us it's just like this is taking longer than we expected. But on the flip side, it's been very rewarding for us because um, as, as painful as it was, as we mentioned, and costly for us to send you all out, um, it created voids. It created space and ultimately it created opportunity. Mm. And something that's been special for us as a church to see is people step up and fill in places, mm. people who are exercising their gifts. Um, who, who realize, okay, like I, this is an opportunity for me to, to serve the Lord where there's, an, where there's need and, and even for our youth to do that. So, so to me, that, that's something that I really cherish because, you know, it reminds me that no matter how much we invest, God will always supply <laughs> over and beyond what we've gave out. And so that, that should cause us to continue to be generous, uh, even though generosity is scary, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but to still trust God to provide. And um, yeah, so that's something that's just really, I think really blessed us to see. Um, but again, there's, 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 a, there's an emotional 
uh, aspect that that we do, you know, still feel that like the pain of okay, we we sent out. But I mean, I praise God for technology and the ability to keep up and connect like we do. And so, um, it's all for the kingdom, and we just ha- need to have that kingdom mindedness because this earth will pass away. Uh, what what, do, what does Moses say in the Psalms? Uh, Ninety years maybe, and um, and then we're gone. And, and uh, Let's labor for something that goes beyond those 90 years. So uh, I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, I think I think that, that that's so special. Like, I think not, that's special because not every church leader or not every pastor has that kind of biblical mentality that we that we all should have. Um, but that's surely the pattern of the scriptures, the pattern of, of the king, the pattern of the kingdom is yeah. to deny self, take up your cross and follow Jesus. Yeah. Um, but the beautiful thing about that, even though that, that, that has an element of pain and, and, and denial is not easy, I think the, 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 the good part about that is that God really does supply everything that, that you need personally, yeah. um, relationally, um, collectively as a, as a church. Um, God, God really does supply for his will. And um, if there's one thing that I think we've learned, I think we've all learned when we first planted the, the brook, the light, was that God is way more interested in his kingdom priorities than our personal preferences. Yeah. And God will always come through when we, you prioritize his kingdom. And into the world, that, that might not look sexy. Like, you might not be living in a high-rise in Lincoln Park. If you do, praise God. Do it to the glory of God. Invest in the light in the brook financially. <laughs> um, but, but nevertheless, we have something that's so much greater that this world can never even fathom apart from Christ. Are you going to preach it now? We have, it, we have yeah. an eternity with Christ yeah. that supersedes anything we could ever go through in this life. And um, I've ju- I just wanted to say that because I've been so encouraged um, when, when, when I have the opportunity to just talk to people from the brook or just check up um, on how the church is doing, just to see how God has watered the seeds that were planted years ago that we were praying for. Like, man, there's things that I prayed for that I'm like, man, I never saw it while I was here at the Brook. But then I call E or I call um, Alberto or, or Eddie and it's like, yo, this person, they're like growing in the, I'm like, yeah. what? That's crazy, you know? And it's just the way that God works. Um, so your work is not in vain yeah. either. So, yeah. so yeah. So can, can we clap it up for Pastor Eric one time?